What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Huddle. And I am your host, Greg. The past couple episodes, I've had some guests on, some real cool people that I work with. We had some real dope conversations about sports because you know this is what we do here at the Man Cave Huddle. But for this episode, I will be solo as we talk about, man, the Los Angeles Lakers. What has happened to the Los Angeles Lakers? Remember when the Los Angeles Lakers back in the day were the team? They were the franchise. They were what they were what the Patriots are to the NFL. They are what the, the, the those college basketball teams that make it to the uh the the Elite Eight, Sweet 16 every year, your North Carolinas, your Dukes, your Kentuckys, your Kansases, those classic teams where you knew they were always successful but they, because they always had that blueprint and they always had the secret sauce. Past couple years, after Kobe Bryant's retirement, Lakers have fallen on some bad times, drafted well, but they needed these players to grow. In steps in, Laker legend, Irving Magic Johnson, to become president of basketball operations, and Rob Palenka, who most people don't even notice, along with being a power agent in the NBA, he was on that Fab Five team that lost to Duke in the finals. He was coming up off the bench. But anyway, um, both of them were hired to turn around the Lakers, put them back into prominence, and bring them back to the glory years. And it seemed as though that was happening with the draft picks of Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball. And then this year, Magic worked his negotiating skills to acquire the services of none other than LeBron James. And then this year happened where it started off real well. It started off like you thought it would. They were in fourth place on Christmas Day. And Christmas Day in the NBA, where they have that showcase game for uh, from like noon to 10 o'clock at night, that's where the season really starts because it's at that point where you've already passed the first quarter of the NBA and you can know where all your rotations are. You know what type of team you have and you're just ready to move forward. They were the fourth seed. Then LeBron James suffered a groin injury. And then that's when multiple players, it just seemed as though every week somebody was going down to where they did not qualify for the playoffs this year. And I know that has to be extremely disappointing to LeBron James because his streak of making consecutive NBA Finals has come to an end. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about on the last game in which the Lakers played, and they were hosting the Portland Trailblazers. I would say, and I'm 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 paraphrasing. I would say, not too. I would say maybe um, not too long before the game was to start. No, I, I would say a couple hours, a couple hours, a couple hours before the game was going to start. Magic Johnson 
calls the media over. The media, they're all standing outside of the Laker locker room waiting for player availability to just get some player thoughts before the last game of the season and your obvious questions that you ask before each game. He calls the media over and says um, he is stepping down as the president of basketball operations for the Los Angeles Lakers, and I'm out. I'm paraphrasing. He didn't literally say I'm out, but he went on, and it was live because literally NBA TV took it, and it was live where he was just basically stating how he was leaving the Laker organization as the president. And there's a couple things here that really stood out to me that really, for me, put a bad light on Magic, and I just can't understand why he did this. Um, One was he did not, or he failed, well, both. He failed to tell his employer slash owner of the team, Jeannie Buss, that this was the decision that he was making. So people are finding out literally live on TV as us, the fans are, ownership, players, LeBron James didn't even know. Everybody's watching this like, is this a movie? Is this really happening? I mean, look, from what LeBron, from what Magic was saying, the commitment that went into becoming, uh, or, or the commitment that you need to have to be the president of a basketball organization is a 20-hour-a-day job. And apparently... Magic has been very successful as a businessman off the field, off the field, off the basketball court, being worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And he felt that his time being taken away from his off the court ventures, along with other things that he wanted to prioritize, were taking, being the president was taking away from that. You know, when you're the president of an organization, you're going to the Final Four, not to watch as a fan, but you're going to scout players. You're going to all these small Ukraine leagues, or I said Ukraine, European leagues, to find that next Dirk Nowitzki, that next uh, Luka Donic. You're going all over Europe. You're going in gyms all across the country. You're watching practices from your Duke to Vanderbilt to see if these players are literally legit. And it seemed as though Magic wasn't doing that. And those are what the whispers that you are hearing when you read some of the articles that came out today. That during the season when LeVar Ball, there was a point where he felt that Magic wasn't really running it that it was really Rob Palenka and Luke Walton had lost the team. And apparently, instead of clapping back, Magic was on vacation in Hawaii. So my big thing is when, if you feel that you weren't happy with your job, and he stated that numerous times that he just wanted to go happy because the life that he had was a special life and it was a fun life and he wanted to go back to having fun. He stated that Jeannie Buss, the owner of the team, was so much like family to where he would consider her a sister. If it's family business like this, you can't call your sister up and say, look, sis, it's not working out. I'm sorry. 
I just want to tell you face to face and I'm out. As opposed to letting your family find out like everybody else, to me, that was not a little, that's a lot disrespectful. I mean, if you want to do family a type of way, you kind of have to show a little bit, in my opinion, more respect than that. Not only because you consider Jeannie Buss your sister and like family to you, you're a businessman and your brand when you're a businessman, I believe when you're doing business is built on integrity and trust. Now, how can you move forward knowing that LeBron did this? What if you have a $4 billion deal and it's like, yo, is Magic going to pull out at the last second or is he really going to co-sign this deal? You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, maybe another thing was, and this is just me thinking out loud, the way this team was constructed this team was constructed as if this were a early 2000s or maybe 90s team. A whole bunch of ball players, I mean ball players, a whole bunch of um playmakers and not enough I would say role players and shooters. Because in today's NBA, you need to have guys at least 5 at minimum 4 on the court at all times that can knock down a wide open three. And I've said this before. If you can't do that, grab a Gatorade, wrap the towel around yourself, and be cool on the bench doing dances when the other dude is hitting threes. And when LeBron was at his greatest, he had guys that could shoot the three and guys that could score on their own. And maybe in that aspect, he let the Lakers down by not putting a team around LeBron where it was evident that LeBron prior to injury was one of the greatest and still in his prime players in the NBA. Now I'm sure LeBron James has to be feeling betrayed because he didn't sign a four-year deal to come to the Los Angeles Lakers for Magic to leave within the first year of his deal not to get AD and pretty much going into a season next year where you would have thought that this year would have been playoffs. Next year would have been Western Conference Finals minimum. And then year three, now we're talking NBA Finals. Now we're talking this is the Lakers of old. But now you're going into the offseason like this is this franchise is run amok. They've been led astray. I mean, it's almost like saying, and I don't want to compare it, but it's almost like, and I'm a Giants fan, so that's why I'm going to say this. It's almost like when the Giants have been telling the Giant fan that we're going to be good one more year, one more year, one more year, one more year, and then finally when the bottom falls out, it's like, look, you've been lying. We see it now. Build it back up, and we understand that the team is going to stink for a couple years. And I think that's where the Lakers are now. They haven't made the playoffs in six years. So it's not like this is anything new. But I think the excitement of having LeBron there, you felt that you could make it back into the playoffs. But now, okay, you got LeBron, but what else? I mean, okay, you could bring a a Bradley Beal in. You could bring some shooters in. But is that going to be enough? Who's going to be the coach? I mean, I know LeBron did not sign up to be at a point where he's at right now. 
I mean, the the, the, the rumors amongst the um, things that I was reading today about what the real reason of Magic's resignation, one of them was that um, Jeannie Buss, the owner of the team, wanted to keep Luke Walton, the head coach, on as head coach. Magic didn't want to do it. Magic did not want to keep Luke Walton, but didn't want to fire him and disappoint her, kind of going against her wishes. So that's why he felt like, I got to go. Another article I read said that Genie Bus wanted Lonzo Ball, Magic wanted De'Aaron Fox, and couple that with this whole not wanting to fire the coach, Magic said, deuces, I'm out. There's a new um, rumor amongst articles, and this is all, you know, hearsay, stuff that you can see on, um, you could just Google. There's an ESPN article coming out stating some really negative things about the work environment at uh, the Lakers or just with working with Magic Johnson. It didn't state there was any sexual impropriety. It didn't state, you really didn't hear anything or any scathing details but, I mean, it can't be just an employer being salty because they got fired. It has to be more than that. So people are saying maybe it's that bad to where Laker, the Lakers were informed by the NBA, hey, you have to release, Magic has to quit so this article doesn't come out. I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? But, I mean, this is just all weird. I mean, I hope that something comes out that is the real reason or something real big comes out because I find it hard to believe that the way it went down is how Magic wants to be. I don't want to say he'll be remembered, but just the legacy that he's going to leave. I mean, the way it, 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 the vibe you got while watching this whole thing last night, while Magic is just sitting there answering questions, talking about... um not want to disappoint the, the, the Lakers and this was the best thing for him and, and he wanted to be had. It just felt like he pulled up into the parking lot, went into his office, had a shot of Hennessy, had another shot of Hennessy, and was like, you know what? I'm done. Let me call the media and just tell them what my thoughts are. Like, it just felt so spontaneous. Like, the day after the season is usually baggy day and exit interview day. Baggy day is when the players come and they literally bring garbage-sized bags to clean out their locker room. And the exit interview is when management talks to each and every player and says, this is what you did good, this is what you did bad, this is what we want you to improve on for next season, and these are the dates that we want you to be available for your off-season training program. He could have waited for the day after and had a press conference and did this. Or if he didn't want to have a press conference, at least tell Jeannie Buss and then Jeannie could have handled it her own way. This just felt like there was some type of argument or a power struggle or something going on to where he said, look, man, if y'all push me, I'm out. Magic, sit down and be quiet. Oh, word? Bet. Excuse me, media? Yeah, I have something I'd like to say. It just felt like, you know, he was, it was either take it or leave it. And they said, we're going to leave it. And Magic said, I'm out. 
and initially people felt like you know this was a power struggle between he and Rob Palenka the GM there were other articles I was reading that said Rob would be walking around the Lakers facility saying where's magic where's magic where's magic he's never around and that when I the comments that magic did make he did not have any positive in ringing endorsement of Rob when asked about should he keep his job. It was more so that's Genie's decision, not his. Come on, man. That's kind of saying something without saying something. So, and today it came out that um, Rob Palenka will keep his job. And if Luke Walton doesn't get fired, that, that that's giving you more information but it just feels like, man, this to me, it only builds the 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 legacy of one Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant, because LeBron came here, and there was a a, a division in Laker Nation, and LeBron is better than Kobe. Kobe won five championships, but LeBron's gonna bring us a couple more. Now you see it. Man, at least when we had Kobe, Kobe played every night. When we had Kobe, we knew each and every night we had a chance to win and we was going to the playoffs every year. And when we had a team around Kobe, we knew we were finals contenders. It's going to be it's going to be a very interesting couple of days, but these things tend to go away and maybe next basketball season or maybe early in the next week we'll find out the real details as they leak out. But just, you know, just weird, this whole story about Magic. And, I, and, and not to say that, you know, this tarnishes Magic's legacy with the Lakers because, look, people will be mad, people will be disappointed, and people will say what they got to say. But then next basketball season, when you see Magic around, you'll remember Magic for the no-look passes, Showtime, and that bright smile of his. It's just that in terms of management and running – the Lakers, because he was coach for the Lakers for like 10 to 15 games and quit early on too. It's just anything in a management position, they know that he's not that dude. And if it's just in a big brother consultant role, Magic's that guy. I mean, just because you're a great player doesn't automatically mean you're going to be a great uh, coach, GM, or president. I mean, look at Phil Jackson. It seemed like whatever he did with the Bulls and the Lakers, it just led to championships, and it did nothing with the Knicks. Look at Michael Jordan. He was one of the greatest players to ever play, but yet he couldn't translate that to being an owner and bringing the Charlotte Hornets to back to, I don't want to say back to prominence, but making them a, 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 a competitive team where they're making the playoffs year in and year out. I mean, look at Larry Bird. He was a head coach of the Pacers for a hot minute, but they couldn't take the way the players were, so he went to becoming a GM. And then after the GM, it just wasn't for him anymore. So it's just because you're a great player doesn't necessarily mean you'll translate into the front office and be great. Sometimes you just got to look at these athletes and appreciate them for what they did on the court, and that's it. That is it. And that's it in this episode. I just want to give you my opinion and lay down what happened with the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'm going to end this episode like I do with all my episodes with a positive quote. And this positive quote is, stay away from still people. Still complaining, still broke, 
still hating, still losing, still not making change, still living in the past, still making excuses. Let's go over all those people. You need to stay away from Stay away from still people, still complaining, still broke, still hating, still losing, still not making change, still living in the past, and still making excuses. But what you need to do is come to the Man Cave Huddle when you want that information. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.